Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We have another week of some news. Um, and news is once again always a stretch. Uh, but let's get to it. This is not a real news broadcast, and you should go find us on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and Twitter. Um, You'll find us as the Not a Real Libertarian Podcast, and I am the Bootleg Libertarian. Let's go on with some other ad reads, because that is what keeps us afloat these days. Got Tom for 52.com. That's T O M F O R 52.com. Tom Quitter is running for New York State Senate in the 52nd district. Go help him out. Go donate some cash. The Tennessee Radical Caucus. It's the most radical of caucuses. You can find them through lpradicalcaucus.org. Um, you can go check them out on Facebook at Tennessee Radical Caucus, or you can go online to lpradicalcaucus.org and get with them about being radical in a caucus. The Alaskan Raven for all of your meme needs. And this guy, crowned by gold, the final installment of the Royal Green series from the one and only Jack Fuck You Casey. Um, for those who don't know, there is an entire thing of just us saying fuck you, Jack Casey, because he deserves it, and that's who he is. Um, also, we've got this guy, the Greasy Porcupine. For road services, tune-ups, maintenance, service and repair, affordable pricing, excellent customer service, and quality worksmanship, go to, that is way too short a video, uh, greasyporcupines.org uh, if you want to be involved with the service or if you want to find out more go to greasyporcupines.org that is the thing you can do also sponsored by this show is our merch store which you can find at notarealpodcast.com if you go to notarealpodcast.com you can check out some of our salty merch like this t-shirt that says thou shalt not Fucketh around or thou shall find out. Uh, that is brand new as of today. Um, we've also got don't hurt people, don't take their stuff. And on the front, it says not a real libertarian podcast. So you can definitely uh, go copy a couple of them or 20. Um, and the reason I bring that up is what I would like to do potentially moving forward is 
we either need some more sponsors uh or people who are willing to just donate us some money um there's the man himself yes jack fuck you casey um or we have to start selling more merch uh but i would like to do a monthly segment it's called uh libertarians under fire and uh don't worry i won't be shooting anyone um no promises are being kept on that one but uh what I'd like to do is once a month, if we can find the funding for it, because that ish is expensive, um, is find a prominent libertarian once a month and take them to a range or go where they're at, go to a range and shoot firearms and do maybe a, a firearm like a review or talk about policy in their state for firearms. Um, but it will take the entire community um to do this and we'll need quite a bit of funding to do it so if you know someone who's got a business who wants to advertise um send them our way if you know people who like some sweet sweet merch like this t-shirt here that you know i mean it's the saltiest of salt um send them our way because this would be i think something a lot of people would love to see uh spike cohen drives around and you know does those shooting events in different states every now and then but it's not recorded and it's usually just shooting which is good enough on its own but uh if you add on being able to talk about policy um in different states that's even better so let's uh yeah so help us find some sponsors or people who are willing to be sugar mamas or daddies for the show to help get that off the ground with that being said, um, follow, like, and subscribe to us everywhere you can. Hit the notification bell um, at all these destinations here. Keep us in your loop. Uh, blow your phone up every time we go live. Um, yeah. So that is all for the reads this week. We're going to go into the first segment, the 811 call before you dig segment. The current price of ammunition for 9mm today is 34 cents. So for 914-2021, your 9mm is about 34 cents around. It's come down and it looks like it's kind of holding steady. Um it's peaked over the last week at 36 cents. It's back down to 34, so we uh making some headway it's still hard to find um even for me it's uh i'm a i'm a firearms dealer and i i can't even get it, it it's rough um but we can you know at least it's the the amount that you can get is come down on price so and we're going to move on to some actual news which is this right here now, this is some older news, and that's why I'm leading into this first. Uh, but this is a Los Angeles Times article. And what this article is talking about, and this is from 2017. Um, so, you know, it is about four years old. But this facility is still in operation. This problem still exists, which is very sad because what this is, it's a homeless shelter for vets 
who were denied citizenship after service in the United States military. Um, and that is a huge problem. Um, according to this article, they call it the bunker, which is obviously just, you know, you can tell it's run by vets because we wouldn't have come up with a better name than that. Um, from the street in this working class neighborhood, people passing by the two story house can look through the windows and glimpse a peace sign and various iterations of the stars and stripes. And the, uh, I guess the official name for the facility is the deported veterans support house. Um, it, it, it houses vets from over 30 countries. Um, and these are vets that have been deported after time in service. Um, dates range from i think three to six years so it's not like they were in a month and then got kicked out these are vets who did full service and were then removed from the united states for no other reason that they were just born in the wrong place um these these are people who served combat tours in iraq and afghanistan looking to support the better life that they've wanted for themselves and their families. But the United States once again drops the ball and makes more homeless vets. So 22 vets kill themselves a day in the United States. And that doesn't even cover the ones that have been deported and no longer within the United States. Um, but this, yes. Yeah. Yeah, this just talks about some of the stories of some of the deported vets that um, were in service and have now been deported, which is just, it's awful. Um, It just, yeah, the, the article I will go ahead and post in the comments right now. Yeah, for anyone who wants to take a look, um, there we go. Post all destinations. Yeah, it, it, it's it talks about army vets, navy vets. It's just the idea that we're 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 using foreign nationals to fight these wars, and then we're not giving them their citizenship that they're due. Um, it, <laughs> It's it's ridiculous. It's 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 an insane contention that we're we're not only stealing the lives of American children, but the children of other nations. And this is how they get treated. And it's not like there's four or five people living in this home. This is a this is a problem uh, that has you know been going on for almost the entire length of the war in Afghanistan and Iraq. So this is not a new problem by any stretch of the means. Another big piece of news that's uh, everybody's talking about right now, so I would feel amiss if I didn't discuss it. But Gavin Newsom's recall is going to be finalized one way or the other tonight. Uh, he is... It's, uh, I would love to give an estimate, like say, hey, he's going to stay in office by two points or he's going to be kicked out by 100 points. I don't know. It's it's been so flip floppity. Um, some reports are saying that he's going to stay as 
probably one of the biggest pieces of shit governors we've got. And there are some reports saying that he's going to be replaced and nobody knows by who. But, uh, yeah, so Gavin Newsom, the the recall is tonight. All the Californians I've spoken to, uh, the recurring statement is, fuck Gavin Newsom. Um, I mean, I don't know what more you want me to tell you from that. It's just, it's, Gavin Newsom has shown time and time again that politics is a social club and not of the people by the people. Um, he's, he spent months or hell, he spent almost the entirety of last year looking down on small business owners as they went bankrupt or they defied lockdown orders to just stay afloat and make ends meet while he would go off and party and hang out with his friends and, um, continue living this luxurious life that politicians now get to live in the United States. <clears throat> All in the name of branch COVIDianism. It's, it's the sickest cult there is. Um, it, it's, I would say, arguably, this cult has killed more people than any other cult. Waco, that one down in South America. I can't remember what they were called. Uh, but... It's, uh, yeah, the branch COVIDian, the cult of branch COVIDianism has killed more Americans than COVID has, honestly. I mean, that's, that's, that's the sick truth of it is branch COVIDian has killed every single American that's tied to COVID deaths. So we've got an article here. Yeah, Jonestown was the location, but I can't remember what the actual uh, cult was called there. Jennifer, thank you for the location, by the way. So this is an article by NPR, and it, it it's basically a scent piece. It, it's pretty disgusting. They they talk about how serious the consequences are for a recall for governor and and how it, it basically almost makes the case for why people shouldn't vote to recall Gavin Newsom. Um, I would say everything they outline is either one complete and utter bullshit on why he shouldn't be removed from office um, and two if you look at this article and you come away thinking, yeah, maybe Gavin Newsom should stay in office for the remainder of what I believe is one more year. Uh, yeah. Cause 2022 is when the gubernatorial election would have been all. Oh, it still will be next year. Um, even though he's being recalled, it it's, it's a one year term. Um, but the, <laughs> The, the idea, yeah, the party out of, this should tell you everything right here. The party out of power is usually the one that's most fired up. Um, during this pandemic, con- conservatives have been particularly vexed by democratic governance. They have no great example for their ire of everything they disliked about liberals than California. So Newsom was already a ripe target. 
So it has nothing to do with what Gavin Newsom has done or said or behaved during the entire pandemic. It's just because conservatives are mad. Conservatives are evil because they're the ones that's called that's pushing for this recall, which is complete bullshit. Democrats and Republicans and libertarians uh, uh, united to remove this man from office or or to start the proceedings to remove this man from office. It's and what like I said, NPR has tried to play itself here recently as it's as a a neutral option for information, but we all know they're they're complete and full of shit. NPR is just another talking head for the left wing uh, monster that that stomps the earth the same way places like the Daily Wire and Fox News and One America News Network all stomp for their political favorites. NPR is no different. They uh, they will push for this idea that no matter what, uh, the other party is evil. And if you don't like the guy that they like, you're trash and you're just evil all the same. It's, it's yeah, it, uh, here we go. A test of democratic mobilization. <laughs> we're, 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 we're using words like we're going to war at the ballot box like everything we do has life or death consequences and honestly it does gavin newsom stays in office people will continue to die gavin newsom has not saved a single american life since he's been governor and all he is is pretty much an actor on stage um he plays politics he pretends like he knows what the hell he's talking about and then gets people killed so uh california has a long history of uh actors and I guess, you know, governors or people that act like they're governors or know a damn thing about governance. Hello, Elizabeth. Thank you for working. Go buy some merch since you're working. Um, yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah, th- this this idea... Yeah, oh my god, a test of Joe Biden's clout. It's so fucking disgusting. It's 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 sick. It's <laughs> a test of Joe Biden's clout made it into an NPR article about the seriousness and the consequences of Governor Gavin Newsom being recalled. It's it's insane. We're not even playing like we're we're non-biased anymore. I shouldn't even say we. NPR, the the vast majority of news in the United States is not even pretending like they're biased or not biased. Excuse me. They uh they are just letting the cat right on out of that bag. They're gonna push for whoever they want to lie and alter numbers just to make you feel good. Because if you're watching or listening or reading them you probably align very similarly politically. Um, I don't know what more we have to do as a nation to wake up, but we need to start doing it most Ricky fucking tick. We have the hottest of news stories right now. And that is Joe Biden using... OSHA to force 
mandates, vaccine mandates on Americans. And if this gets me nuked, that's fine. I don't give a shit anymore. I'll uh I'll start uploading these videos to OnlyFans or some dumb shit. But <clears throat> the idea that Joe Biden's administration is going to use OSHA to force employers to force their employees into vaccine mandates is appalling. It is the epitome of dictatorial action. It, there is no excuse for that sort of behavior from someone who claims to be of the people. There isn't. There is not a single excuse for it. The simple idea that... So, for those who don't know, Joe Biden is going to use OSHA to enforce uh, either vaccine mandates or weekly testing weekly every single week you'll have to get tested for covid if you don't get the vaccine or you'll have to face a i believe it's like a fourteen thousand dollar fine per employee uh and it becomes a i believe an osha recordable which is huge it's a huge demerit on a company's uh osha standards and it it, it can affect whether or not they get a, a business license or continue to operate throughout that year um and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share this article, and it's, I think I hate myself this week. Um, but it's, are Joe Biden's new vaccine requirements legal? And it comes to you from Vox. Yes, Vox. Because I guarantee you Vox has done such immense opposition research and they are 100% against uh, forcing vaccines on people that they were willing to be nonpartisan on this. Uh, that's all, of course, uh, sarcasm. And Vox will literally suck the sweat off of Joe Biden's nuts anytime they get a chance. Because that's who they are, and they're disgusting. But they ask, they pose the very important question, are Joe Biden's new vaccine requirements legal they probably are but that doesn't mean that a right wing judiciary will hold them up and that once again should set the tone for understanding how media works in the united states in the year 2021 it has nothing to do with bodily autonomy it has nothing to do with is the president of the united states using a branch of the federal government to force an opinion on American workers, it doesn't mean that a right-wing judiciary will uphold them. That's how you start an article. That's how you know you're full of shit. I, I mean, I don't know what more to tell you. That's the only way to explain that you're a piece of shit and that you care nothing about facts and news. On Thursday, Joe Biden voiced the frustration that millions of vaccinated Americans have expressed to each other for months. The U.S. economy is still being squeezed and many Americans' lives are in danger. Because there is a pandemic of the unvaccinated caused by nearly 80 million Americans who have failed to get the shot. Uh, the only pandemic that I know of is the pandemic of the woke. Uh, I would say... The pandemic of the woke is far more dangerous and it's 
far more damaging to the mental psyche of the United States than any other pandemic. Even if uh, COVID's attrition rate uh, or the rate at which it killed people was closer to 50%, wokeism still is far more dangerous. Because when you believe that someone who hasn't done something to their body that you did to yours is is a scourge on on society and is a lesser person, you have failed life. You have failed the understanding of which we write as a society, which is you allow others to live their life and you live your life how you want to. But no, that's not a thing we can do anymore. Because you either get the shot or you're the pandemic of the unvaccinated. And it's nearly 80 million Americans who have failed to get the shot. So the pandemic is no longer COVID. It is those of us who have decided, hey, for medical reasons, we don't want to get this uh, vaccine. Uh, We just want to be left alone. We want to live our own lives. Uh, no, you're now a pandemic and you are now trash uh, compared to the branch Covidians. Yeah, it's... It, <laughs> it, he also mentioned several new policies intended to encourage vaccination. Encourage, that's a softball word. Yeah, encourage... Uh, I guess dictators encourage you to pay taxes or they'll... Uh, behead you and drag your corpse through the street while your wife and children watch. Um, I guess that's technically a valid word. Uh, it's softball at the highest level of softballetry. Um, the most potent is a rule requiring large employers to protect their workers from unvaccinated colleagues by requiring either vaccination or weekly testing. And this should show you how woke these people at Vox are large where is it at large employers they define large employers as a company that employs more than 100 people so the osha uh, regulation yeah so the department of labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with more than with 100 or more employees that together employ over 880 million workers uh, to ensure their work uh, workforces are fully vaccinated or show a negative test at least once a week. That is not a large company. There are plenty of companies that have more than 100 employees in a year. So the the actual ruling is that if they have more than 100 employees in a year, uh, they would fall under this, this policy. Um, 100 employees is not that large. That's a small factory. That is like, there are automotive shops that do more than a, that have more than a, or I should say automotive dealerships that have more than a hundred people employed. That is not like a global conglomerate. That is not a business that spans uh, nations or states. That is a single business. That is a single point uh, of, in, of employment. <laughs> so, and Vox has never been shy about their uh, economic leanings. They prefer what they call democratic socialism, which is us, uh, which is people voting to take away your property and uh, tax you more for taking away that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I guess to them, a hundred employees is uh, is large and it's huge, but uh, I guarantee you, it will not stop at a hundred employees once they're able to implement this. 
guess what? That small, that really small business that has like three employees. Yeah, they'll come for them eventually. Uh, there's nothing more permanent than uh, temporary government because it's power grab. Governor Brian Kemp from the state of Georgia, I will pursue every legal option available to the state of Georgia to stop this blatantly unlawful overreach by the Biden administration. Hey, here's a here's a grand idea, right? Um, just say you're not going to enforce it. That that there is still such a thing. Uh, you still have the Tenth Amendment, which says that states can tell the federal government to go suck a fat one, um, because <laughs> it still comes down to the fact that states have the ultimate right to override the federal government we haven't done it in a long time texas well i should say texas here recently has used a lot in some good ways and some really bad ways um one of the good ways is they basically just overrode the nfa by saying yeah if you make a suppressor in texas we don't care how you make it uh, as long as you make it sell it here and it stays here uh, that $200 tax stamp that you have to buy from the ATF, it doesn't matter. It doesn't exist anymore. And then they also used it in uh, with the most recent abortion law, um, which is pretty trash because it's now <laughs> paying people to rat on their neighbors. Um, I am not uh, someone who is in personal support of abortion. But I'm also not, by any stretch of the means, in support of using the federal government to stop people from doing things. Um, both things can be true at the exact same time. You can not support something, but also not want it banned. I definitely don't want to see people being ratted out by their neighbors for money, for cash payments of $10,000, I believe it is. It's that's for a lot of they they intentionally made it that large because that's if it was a couple hundred bucks, hardly anybody would probably wrap their neighbor out for that. But when when you're making thirty thousand dollars a year and someone says, "Hey, a third of what you'll make to you, we'll give you right now if you tell us about someone having an abortion or whatever," that's big money. So they they weren't playing around; they knew exactly what they were doing. You got Governor Mark Gordon. What did he say? The administration's latest, uh, yeah, the administration's latest pronouncement, uh, uh, yeah, pronouncement demonstrates its complete disregard for the rule of law and the freedoms. I think it's supposed to say of individuals and private companies enjoy under constitution. Why? Why does all of these politicians, when they get on Twitter, they like lose brain cells? Maybe that's why I'm struggling today is just because I've read so many of these tweets and I've become stupid by reading these. Um, In Wyoming, we believe that government must be held in check. I have asked the attorney general to stand prepared to take all actions to oppose this administration's unconstitutional overreach of executive power. It has no place in America, not now and not ever. The fact of the matter that we as Americans have allowed the federal government to get to this position to where they are mandating vaccines and the only response that major media outlets are coming up with is, oh, it's because the other side is bad. That's why this is happening. They probably are, but that doesn't mean that all uh, that a right wing judiciary will uphold them. 
And I I know for a fact this article somewhere in here probably makes the argument for why they need to pack the Supreme Court because that's never been a bad idea because that's never worked against the American people. Uh, yeah, so I guarantee it makes uh, the argument for why the Supreme Court should be packed and then why we should force our neighbors to have a vaccine that they don't want. Um, let's just go around the nation. Let's grab cops because nothing's ever happened bad with cops. Um, let's go around and hold people down and forcefully vaccinate people in their homes. Because I guarantee that'll end up well with more than 100 million Americans being armed, uh, more guns in this in the United States than most other, actually almost, uh, than other every other nation uh, combined. Um, yeah, that's I'm sure that'll end up well. Uh, there's There's no way that ever goes bad. So are the courts likely to uphold the Biden administration's vaccination rule? I hate this. One piece of good news for the Biden administration is that anyone challenging an an emergency temporary standard must file a petition in in a United States Court of Appeals, not in the federal district courts that normally try cases prior to appeals. So they're changing rules and manipulating them because they understand that the United States Court of Appeals has a very different outlook on things than the, the federal district courts. So the federal district courts uh, are a lower level court. Um, that's not what I wanted. But uh, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, my I don't have a law degree, so I, I'm not super versed on how that works. But yeah. That said, many federal appeal courts, including the Fifth Circuit, are now dominated by Trump appointees and other right-wing Republicans. So the simple fact that they're more worried about where these appointees came from other than how they believe. So that that, that defines their entire argument, right? It, it has nothing to do with the efficacy of forcing mandates or forcing uh, someone to violate the precepts of uh, bodily autonomy. It's because... They're worried that Trump appointed uh, Trump appointed judges will not side with Joe Biden. So it's all political. Anyone who says that the vaccinations are not political are full of crap. They're they're the most full of crap people I've ever met. Whether you're on the left, on the right, I don't care. If you're a libertarian and you say it, you're full of crap. It's always been political from the day that COVID entered on the scene. The two sides made their stand in the sand. And we're still seeing it. It's never been about the health and welfare of the American public. It's never been about the safety of the Americans. It's it's always been about, can I make political hay uh, with COVID? And they have. They have. Their elections have been won and lost due to uh, COVID practices or COVID pandering and slander and libel on uh, the handling of COVID. So it, it, it <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the, the 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 article opens up with they probably are, but that doesn't mean that a right wing judiciary will uphold them. So once again, 
uh, I know I keep beating this dead horse, but they don't care. At no point in this article do they give a shit as to whether or not Americans live or die. It's about the political fallout from COVID mandates. The same thing with the Gavin Newsom recall. It has nothing to do whether or not it's the right thing for uh, Americans that reside in California. It's whether or not their political allies will lose power or be uh, detrimented in a long-term way due to his poor actions. We see, How long did we watch uh, CNN cover up the Cuomo brothers being just absolutely horribly disgusting on CNN? I mean, they, they were making jokes while grandma was literally being killed in a nursing home in New York because of Andrew Cuomo. Uh, but Fredo at CNN uh, was making jokes with giant Q-tips about his brother's giant nose or whatever stupid crap they were doing. Um, and, and once again, it's the same It's the same policy out in California. They, they killed millions of Americans. But because he was saying the right thing and saying, you know, the right uh, cult lines and touting the cultish um, mentality. He is exempt from the beratement and the bombardment of the mainstream media. And don't get me wrong. Republicans are just as slimy. They have 180 on it because they've seen that like a single person who is a donor, uh, favored vaccination so now tucker carlson went from vaccines will kill you to i'm vaccinated so you should get vaccinated too neither party is principled at all they have no principles they have no morals no standards no no personal bearing of any kind they will do or say whatever to make money and damned be the american taxpayer so there is one more thing since Gavin Newsom will hopefully be recalled tonight. I wanted to do an article uh, that will hopefully help him find some future prospects. And we will cover if I can pull this up here. The United States has 10 million job openings. But there are 8.4 million Americans still unemployed. There is a big mismatch between the type of positions and what workers want. Um, <clears throat> as someone who recently changed jobs, uh, it, it's you're not always going to get the job you want when you want it. You're not always going to have the opportunity available when you want it. Um, sometimes you have to work a job for less money or a job that you don't want to work to make ends meet. And then hold out for a job that you do want or that you, you know, that can uh, support you better in the future. Life sucks, bro. That's that's the real kicker. Uh, it Nobody makes it out of this thing alive. So do what you can. I hope that everybody finds the job of their dreams and they can enjoy what they do and live their their masterful life. But it's not always the case. And it, and it shows a huge disconnect. Once again, this article shows a huge disconnect between where the American people are and where the media is. And it also shows a, a third disconnect between employers and employees. 
So the only the only boss that you'll ever like is the one that you don't currently have. It's the one you go into or the one you're leaving. Um, but you will never have a job or a boss that you overly like at the same time. Like you like for example, there's bosses you'll have that you like, but the job sucks. There's jobs you'll like, but the boss sucks. So that's how life works, bro. Uh that's that's how it goes. So they got this interesting little graph here. And it talks about joblessness. And there's this giant spike right here. Uh about the in the first quarter of 2020. I can't imagine what happened uh last year that caused this massive spike in and joblessness. Um I would I would assume that there has something to do with the federal government making it illegal for people to go to work and making it uh you know impossible for people to continue making money at their jobs shutting down businesses i can't remember what that was uh something you know big happened in the early parts of 2020 um coupled with uh protests and riots um i I can't remember i just I, i can't imagine what would cause a massive, jive freaking enormous spike of almost six percent, or I'm sorry, six million people to almost twenty five million people being unemployed. What in the world could cause unemployment like that? I can't imagine. I mean, you take you take the distance from there to there, and that's what that looks to be in the span of maybe a week or two. Uh, compared to there to now ish well this is an older article but the the line still hasn't made it back down here yet it still hasn't made it back and this 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 job openings uh line is absolute bullshit there were no job openings uh during covid lockdowns there wasn't nobody's hiring during lockdowns so what manufactured stat are they going off of here i mean what they should do is have a dotted line that shows hey there's no stats because there were no jobs because they shut down businesses stole people's bank accounts and said figure it the hell out but no we're gonna we're gonna play this political game of yeah, see, there's there's plenty of job openings. Businesses are just bad and evil, and corporations that our our favorite politician gives bailouts to and favorable legislation to, um, those those are bad people. See, they they had job openings during the lockdowns when government was saying you couldn't go to work, when they were forcing businesses closed and forcing people to be homeless. But no, that's fine. There, there was job openings. I'm sure there were. You know, there had to have been, right? I mean, everybody was locked at home. It was, it was what was it, two two weeks to flatten the curve? Uh, congratulations, we're on year two of two weeks to flatten the curve. I guess they misspoke. It's, it's two years to drive uh, bootleg absolutely insane and make him want to throw himself against the wall. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we're, uh, we're doing great. Uh, the United States is fine. Uh, we are not totally in disrepair and falling apart. Um, 
I just I don't understand the gall. Like this, here's here we go. Source Bureau of Labor Statistics. Uh, it should just say source the Washington Post. We make shit up because uh, we don't want to look bad for Democrats. Um, I just I can't fathom why there would be a and the the fact that they put a small dip below five million to show a correlation between almost twenty five million unemployed people. It, it just. The, who who the fuck was hiring? Tell me who was hiring when businesses were being shut down and shuttered for life. Who was hiring? I want someone in the comments to, to please, for the love of God, tell me who was hiring during COVID, like during the during the shutdowns, the lockdowns, the protests, the riots, all of that. Who the hell was hiring? There were places that went remote. I understand that there were still places that had to function. They were remote. But um, the vast majority of Americans were stuck at home without a job because not every job can be done remote. That is a great answer. Walmart. I bet you Walmart was hiring, but Walmart does not account for almost 5 million uh, job openings. Now, they, um, they may employ more than 5 million Americans. I don't know what their actual number is. But they were not hiring 5 million Americans at during COVID lockdowns. Uh, no, it was also not Uber. Because uh, Uber has contractors. They don't actually have employees. They, they issue 1099s instead of W-2s. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's... This this is turned less into uh, a news read and more into why the news that we read is absolute crap and absolute trash. Um, this weekend, employ the employment <laughs> the employment crisis will hit an inflection point as many of the unemployed lose three hundred dollars in federal weekly benefits and millions of gig workers and self employed lose unemployment aid entirely. Some anticipate a surge in job seekers. Though in 22 states that already phased out both of those benefits, workers didn't flood back to jobs. Yeah, because probably a lot of people had already lost everything and are scared to do anything. The job that they had already had that they was their dream job may not be coming back. They're, they're holding out and hoping they can find something else. There are... There are, what they say, 10 million job openings but 8.4 million unemployed people. It, it has, it, it's not an argument that we need to raise minimum wage. It's not an argument that we need to start forcing people to hire people. It's once again, an example of how anything the government does, anything that they do, they suck ass at it. They caused tens of millions of Americans to become jobless. And now those people looking for jobs are having to try and find new employment. But just because people are hiring doesn't mean that they're going to hire just anyone. They still have to have a certain level of expectations for their employees. They have to have a certain level of, of requirements to do certain positions. And a lot of businesses are gone. My mother uh, specifically, she worked for a uh, printing business um that had been in in business for 20 some odd years 
when they were being forced to close for COVID, they just made the announcement that they were just going to close. That that was it. They weren't they weren't going to stay open. They were already struggling. Printing is not super lucrative uh, in the age of the internet and print online uh, applications. Um, but it's just. Yeah, I couldn't imagine why there were millions of Americans without jobs. Uh, I'm sure it had nothing to do with government involvement around that time. I'm sure it has nothing to do with the government forcing people out of businesses, forcing people out of out of their jobs. So with that news read, um, next week, uh, the 23rd of September... I will be, I'm just reading the comments here. Next week on the 23rd, join me or join myself and Spike Cohen, members from the Redacted Caucus and other good, amazing uh, activists in Russell, Kentucky to help stop the steal of a convalescence home. The city of Russell, whose attorney just happens to have three businesses around this convalescence home is pushing to use eminent domain to turn the building into a parking lot for quote unquote beautification. Because every time I look at a parking lot, I think, Hey, that's amazingly beautiful. I don't care about those trees or mountains or this uh, rustic historic home. No, I, I care about the beauty and the magnificence of a parking lot where there's oil and grease and pollution because cars sometimes leak oil and coolant and other various items such as bearing grease. So join us on the 23rd out in Russell, Kentucky. Uh, If you can't make it tune in live here, we will be, I will be doing exclusive coverage of the Russell protest, the, uh, the entire protest. I will be doing interviews during the protest. Um, I've been told that we can probably get Spike on. He'll be fired up. Get him on there for a quick in-person interview. Oh, so yeah, that that is part of something I should mention is we will be doing in-person interviews for the first time ever on this network uh, in Russell, Kentucky. So if you will be in Russell during that time, uh, feel free to come by, sit down, and vent to the internet for a few minutes um and if you can't make it to russell like i said we will be live streaming uh and then once the rally or protest whatever you want to whatever you want to call it is over we will be live streaming the city council meeting because they have shut down public comment before and federal law dictates that if you plan to use eminent domain you must allow public comment because a lot of people really don't like their stuff being stolen and giving a compensation of pennies on the dollar so tune in for that next week on thursday uh yeah go follow like share subscribe this page um not a really return on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, uh, for all live footage. Uh, if you can't watch us live, uh, 
find us on anchor.fm apple podcast google podcast spotify anywhere you can find your podcast and once again i'm going to make the pitch for our our hopeful once a month event of uh libertarians under fire um if we can get the ad revenue up and we can afford the cost of doing it or we can find some gracious donors who want to help sponsor that event once a month um reach out to the show if if you just want to be an ad or if you want to be an advertiser on the show reach out um go buy some merch we still got the these t-shirts which are pretty dope thou shalt not fucketh around or thou shalt find out don't hurt people and don't take their stuff you can find those and not a real podcast.com. And I've got one last thing for you, beautiful people. And that is the feel good segment of me giving you advice. Because if anybody should ever give you advice, it's random people on the internet that you don't know. And my advice to you this week is vote for Rick Astley 2024 because he will never give you up. He will never let you down. He will never run around and desert you. Thank you and good night and good news. Welcome to episode 5 of the 